You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Any parent watching the news this week will have noticed a story about Kawa Sweeney, the toddler who drowned in Bali. She was flown to Perth, but unfortunately died in hospital. It's hard to find the words, thinking about what her family are going through. I can't even look at the images. It's devastating, and I don't mean to be dramatic, but that word doesn't even come close for me to express what I imagine they're going through right now. But when we hear stories like this, we feel deeply sad for the child, for their family. But then if you're like me, um, it hits home really Um, you start to be afraid, especially if you have a child the same age. We all know how easily terrible accidents can happen, no matter how careful you are. At the moment, in the middle of winter, many families are going overseas to family-friendly countries like Bali, Fiji and Thailand. Deborah Dixon-Smith is the editor of Out and About with Kids, and she's done extensive traveling with her own children. They're older now, but when they were small, she traveled a lot with them then. I thought she could give us some tips on safety overseas. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Siobhan? Good, thank you. Now, with this story, the first thing that comes to mind for me is if I was overseas and was in this terrible predicament, I wouldn't have the foggiest what to do. Um, Do you have any advice for parents on that front? I mean, who do you even call? Um, Yeah, that's very true because Emergency numbers differ in different countries, so um, it's probably a good idea to find out before you leave what the emergency number is. Um, the most universal number is 112. 112, okay. And, and that number also works in Australia from mobile phones, so it diverts to triple O. But um, right. yeah, just Google it before you go. Um, 112 covers most countries, but um, it's always best to check these things. The other thing is that, um, as I mentioned in my introduction, I always have thought of Bali and Fiji, Thailand. They all seem like very family-friendly destinations. I know a lot of families do opt for closer, sunny countries when they're doing their first kind of overseas overseas trips with their kids. I understand drowning can happen anywhere, but are there specific things we should think about before we go on a family holiday overseas? Oh, absolutely, um, no matter where you go. And I should say first, um, you know, Bali, Fiji and Thailand are all very family-friendly destinations. And like you say, drowning can happen anywhere. But the first thing you should do before you go overseas is get some travel insurance and make sure, read the fine print and make sure that you're covered for any possibility that could involve small children. Um, there's There's other resources that you can look to before you go to find out about things like uh, required vaccinations, any health risks that you should think about. And before Um, we move on from that, because I know we had a little chat before you came on air about this. Um, So why is it so important? Like when we go overseas as adults, we're told what immunisations we need. Why is it particularly important for children of young kids to think about this? Um, well, because the health standards in some of these countries are not as, as, as high as Australia. And, you know, that there might be things that your kids are not yet immunised for, that they're at risk um, to um, contracting overseas. So it's just worth it. Go on to Smart Traveller and there's a few links there and you can, you know, can find out quite easily um, 
what children might be at risk of catching. I mean, these are very small risks, of course, but it's certainly worth finding out about before you go. And you were, sorry, I interrupted you. You were about to say, you talked about, um, you know, checking out what immunizations they need. What are other things that we could be, we, we could think about before we jump on the plane? Before you jump on the plane, um, find out about the place you're going to stay. Or even before you book the hotel or the resort, um, ask questions like, you know, is, is the pool fenced? And um, ask about what, you know, child-friendly facilities they have. All of these things that are going to make your holiday easier anyway. Um, you know, ask about the childcare and ask how um, childcarers are, are trained, um, how they're accredited. Um, yeah, and think about any health issues your children might have as well. If your children are on medication, check that that medication is allowed in the destination that you're travelling to. And one thing that you do see a lot in other countries, sunny countries, is people jumping on scooters and driving around. Oh, that, yes. That's a big problem, isn't it? Um, yeah, and that's probably the biggest thing, biggest piece of advice you could have for anyone of any age is don't throw caution to the wind, you know? <laughs> Just because the locals ride around on scooters with no helmets and with their children on their laps, um, you don't need to do it because... It must be okay the locals do it. Just stick to the standards that you've, you've learnt at home and wear a helmet. Um, quite often, <clears throat> travellers go to places like Thailand and Bali um, without much experience riding motorbikes or scooters at all, but it's a cheap way of travelling around. So, um, But it's, it's not perhaps as easy as it looks. No, I think I'd be the first one to pull off a scooter. Um, and finally, Deborah, what would you say to families who are perhaps a bit worried about going overseas after hearing this really tragic story? Um, I would just be, I wouldn't be worried, but I would just be cautious and do a bit more research before you travel. Deborah, thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. That was Deborah Dixon-Smith. She's the editor of Out and About with Kids, where you can find lots of different articles on great places to go with kids. Um, but there is something that I'd like to mention after this story, and that is um, that if you read about what happened, one of the family friends applied CPR to the toddler for 45 minutes before the ambulance came. And this really hit home for me because only this week I did a, a short course with CPR kids. You will have heard Sarah Hunstead on the show before. And it's always been something I've been worried about. I thought that if I, I have done first aid before, I thought I'd forgotten everything. And I was just, I don't know, it's like a bit being scared of something without reason. I just didn't want to even know about it because I thought I'll learn it and then I won't know what to do in an emergency. But having done it again, having done my refresher course, I am so glad I've done it now because CPR is really straightforward and if you learn it, it could make such a difference. So if you're like me and feeling a bit unsure about whether you want to go and, and do a first aid course, I highly recommend it. Um, it'll make you feel much more comfortable. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.